Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with my lovely co-host, Lucy the Elf. Yes, I'm just back from the North Pole. I've been working hard recently, so... <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. You know, and all this time absence. you told me you lived in the in the North? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yes. quite grab. It wasn't Birmingham. It was uh, no. Lapland. That's it. Been there, been there for years. So when we came up and drank with you, was everyone else just elves as well? Is that actually the North Pole? Yes, everyone in Birmingham is an elf. <laughs> That's perfect, perfect. And if you haven't guessed, I'm here with Adol. Hey, it's me. Hey, I do. I, I, it's you without an elf outfit. Ah, uh, you can't tell. My hair is covering my elf ears. Ah, uh, yes, good, good. Kind of elf though. High elf, dark elf. Uh, wood elf, be a wood elf. Here. <laughs> Good and a lovely shot of those nails as well. Let's open lovely. some beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy, what are you starting with this week? Uh, I'm going to start off with a very nice beer that I've had before, but not on the pod. Okay. It's from Burning Soul. It's called You Sexy Thing. Which nice. is a Tonka Bean Chocolate Milk Stout, 6%. Um, yeah, they, they've started making these probably within like the last month or so. Mm-hmm. Right for the festive period. Lovely. So yeah, cracking that I like the I like the, the The name fits the beer very well. Yes. 440ml mm. can. It's probably only canned, what, oh, last week? What? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Nice one. <laughs> Issues. Uh, according. Sorry, on Twitch, on my viewer mode, mm-hmm. it says Twin Mirror Insomnia Stream. Ah. Uh, that's strange. This is Twin Mirror. Because I'm looking at myself and it's mirrored. That's it. That's mm. exactly. These are like Twin Mirrors. Oh, we could wow, all sing that Michael Jackson song. It says tanked up on mine. Yeah, yeah, it says thanks up on mine too. Ignore me. Uh, I think it's my my Twitch because uh, it's now not resolving the chat nor the b- below banner at all. It just shows the video. So I just, I'll just That's ignore fair. it. That's uh, fair. You should see a doctor Whoa. about your Twitch. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, while you are either resolving that or not resolving that, maybe I'll open a beer. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I was going to start light. Uh, you know, considering it's going to be our end of your show next week, um, it's probably going to be a bit bigger. We're going to have several beers rather than just that next two. Week? Yes, yes mate. it is. It is. Where I know. Is it's just, I, I so Christmas is like next week, or is it the week after? Yeah. Yes. End of. I mean, next it's the fifteenth, so it's in ten days. You would be right. <laughs> Mm. Maths. I mean, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Like considering we talk about how this year has gone so so slowly, and then suddenly it's like, oh, it's Christmas. It's gone like, kind of oh. quick though. At the same time, mm. yeah, it's it, paradoxically it, it, like a decade long, but also three months. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, we drank some good beers. I'm going to drink another. I'm going to drink some hopefully good beers tonight. The first one from me is one of the beers from my advent calendar. Uh, it's Vocation Smash and Grab, which is a double IPA at 8.5%. Really? Um, I've had that one. Oh, nice. I don't think I've had this before. I'm sure they do it in the Doesn't shops, ring a like bell. Tesco. Do they? Or, or, mm. I'm sure I've had it recently, actually. Mm-hmm. It, might have, it might have been from like Marks and Spencer or something. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely had that one. Okay. Uh, it says, Smash and Grab is an explosive hop bomb of juicy goodness... Ground full of fruity, tropical, and citrus flavors from only the freshest, tastiest hops. I couldn't read that word for a moment. <laughs> this big, hitting double IPA takes taste to the next level. With smooth, malty depths to match its huge, hoppy highs, the finish is smooth, sharp, and moorish. We'll see, vocation. Tell me what my beer's going to be. Uh, yeah. I'll crack this open. Adam, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking... Um... The another more beer. It's another Bristol week for me. Ah, um, yes. It's the more old Freddie Walker. It's an old ale. You've had this before, have I? Yeah, definitely. I looked it up. Maybe I didn't look it up. Really? <laughs> uh, well, one of us has. I thought I looked it up when I looked Someone's up the other one drank last week. It. Uh, well, I'm having it this week. That's fine. Uh, yeah, seven point three percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, no data. Inspired by times of old, still revered today. Christmas in the glass all year long is uh, the thingy. Yeah. Um, yep. So seven uh, percent. I'm doing the exact opposite of what Ben's doing, which is I'm having boozier beers this week as a run up to Christmas, <laughs> just to get ready. Yeah, green and Perfect. red. Well, well, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not having smaller beers at all. That's that's where I was going with that intro to my beers. I was gonna say I was gonna have smaller beers, but I've ended up with an eight and a half percent and a ten percent beer, so it's not, it's it's not small. Nope. Oh well, what are you gonna do? I'll just drink them slow. Lucy, mm-hmm. we'll come back to you for the burning soul. Yes, it's a very good looking beer. Had a. Mm. A bit more of a head on it before, but yeah, definitely getting these very dark, rich aromas on the on the smell. Mm. Mm. Nice bit of roasted coffee beans as well. Nice. Yeah. What was the percentage? Six something. Yeah, only six. Mm. It's meant to be a milk stout. Okay. So yeah, it's definitely lighter. It's not, it's not too thick, not too viscous. Mm. Definitely a bit lighter in um, in its density and body. Yeah. But even though that's the case, you're still getting so much of that coffee, so much of that chocolate. Mm. Like, I'd say, mm, is it dark chocolate? It's not. It's got a sweetness to it. It isn't quite. Is it, it isn't hot chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> it is hot because yes, it is you sexy thing. But um, <laughs> it's yeah. I'd say it's got a little bit of dark chocolate. It balances that um, nice bit of sweetness with a nice bit of bitterness. So mm. it's like swaying in between like 
sweet milk chocolate and that darker bitter um, dark chocolate but yeah it's it's just so easy to drink you, you definitely get in mm. I imagine it's got a bit of lactose in it so it's got a little bit of um, body to it as I said you know that kind of like cloying mouth coating sweetness as well um, which isn't overbearingly sweet but yes it's mm-hmm. got it's got oats in it it's got coca nibs, um, tonka beans, chocolate extract, and lactose. So even if all that put in the lactose and the oats, it's not, it's not overbearingly sweet or yeah. or um, thick and dense. It's just really easy and to drink, and it's 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 still got that like that warming um, bit of alcohol to it, even though it's only six percent. So. Mm. Yeah, it's a perfect Christmas beer to be honest. Nice, good, good, nice, oh. excellent. I buy several of these at a time, and they don't last long. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like one. You know, finish work, put your feet up, mm. and think, "Oh, I can luxuriate over this beer," and then suddenly all four are gone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it's like midnight, and you think, "Oh, I should probably go to bed." Yeah, and it never feels like oh, just had like a massively sweet thing. You know, mm. I, I could I could pair it back with. You could definitely have like two of these in a night and still be okay. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so the vocation smash and grab. It had, did explode with flavour out of the can, um, on the nose, which is really nice. It's died down a little bit, or I got a little bit used to it now, but it's definitely a little juicy. It's you know pretty orange in in colour. Um, very very hazy. Head is barely there. But nice and fruity, tropical fruits, a little bit of citrus on the nose, maybe. Mmm. First impression, instantly you can tell this is a bigger beer. Definitely has that slight bit of viscosity to it. And straight away, a little bit of the alcohol kind of creeping in on that flavour. It does hold up with those tropical flavours. Mmm, what are they? Man, this is thick. Not like too thick, not like super thick. It just presents, it doesn't doesn't seem like it's going to be. Mm. But it does have a lovely sort of viscous body to it. Mm. And it's hard to pick up those flavors because that alcohol kicks in. It kind of gives you a little bit more of a stewed sort of tinge to those sort of tropical flavours and then there's this bitterness on the end as well which is a bit sort of smoky a little bit ashy and then sort of sits with you quite a while so again that masks the the actual fruit sorts of flavours uh, you know to be able to kind of pick them out mm. Mm. more investigations needed I shall have to drink this whole can and find out what they are, whether they come to me later on. Adol, we'll come hey. back to you. Uh, old Freddy Walker. Oh, I, I've figured out what I need to do at this point. Bing! <laughs> uh, so, it's nice and dark. Um, nice, frothy, uh, small head, but clings. Um, mm. Smells uh, dark fruit. A little malty, but that's about it. It's actually quite light on the nose. Mm-hmm.
Oh. Mmm, that's a very good beer. I mean, it's definitely a dark, old, like proper old school dark, full bodied ale. Um, so yeah, you. I mean, it's, it's, it's what the nose was hinting at with like way, way more presence. Mm. Um. So it's got those sort of a dark fruity. Um, Start uh, sort of taste. Yeah, uh, it's got a sweetness to it. That's a seven point five percent alcohol is probably helping a lot with that. Um, <laughs> but underneath that is just malt. It's like some odiness and some slight roasted flavors, but you don't really okay. not- notice the roastedness until the finish. Mm. Um, but it also finishes with a light bit of sweetness that has a hint of that fruit. But I think that's just my brain. really nice and thick like I said that zing of that sweetness hits the spot right at the top of the taste curve and then it calms down and lets the malts come forward yeah um malted barley that's what it is that's the yeah you can definitely taste the barley I was like what is that thing um really really tasty uh might be a little too cold right now just because noticing that it's opening up quite a bit as it sits in my mouth. Mm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of it, um, it'll be even more sort of flavor forward. Yep. Which is great because it's real great. I mean, this is this is your cold day. Sit, having a few of these uh, lamenting to your friends at the pub about the way the world is <laughs> uh, type of beer. Hey, that's what we're here for. So yeah. It's a perfect beer then for... Uh, for the moment, we're yeah. doing for the evening, yeah, nice. Definitely, yeah. I'm really enjoying this. I, I, I'm, I'm, I am hoping my prediction is correct that it uh, will open up some more. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm, very good. Uh, cool. Let's enjoy these then and get into our chat for this week, Lucy. Hmm. I thought perhaps, as uh, as you weren't with us on the last episode, you'd like to kick in because you were like, you know. Probably about four weeks worth of games that you've smashed out in the last two weeks. So uh... Uh, I haven't. I genuinely haven't played much um, last couple of weeks. Mostly just bits and bobs. Not much has really been holding me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I played. Still, still plugging away at Sinker Two. Um, oh yeah, finish that. Still enjoying it. Are you? Are you still sort of? Uh, hitting it in little bursts. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like doing like three or four levels at a time, and then yeah, bits and nice. bobs. Um, mm. There's a demo I played for a game called Labrat. Believe that's something. Okay. Um, just got sent a, a copy. Um, a review copy, not a review copy, but mm-hmm. like a demo, a demo build rather. Um, yep, like a preview. Yeah, um, I don't actually know when it's released. Uh, there's a closed beta going on at the moment, um, December 11th. So it's not out till next year, but um, mm-hmm. it's like this. Uh, it it kind of reminds me of that game Filament that you played, well, that we all played earlier this year. Yeah. Oh, it's I like, forgot about it. Yeah. Hmm. It's 
kind of a top-down... Well, that had wires. This is more of a, like, sucker bond moving... Moving, um, crates. Like, like classic Zelda moving boulders kind of stuff like that. Um, mm. Kind of top-down puzzle game. It's got the whole, like, wrappings and presentation of... Um, basically a portal game. You even have, like, this GLaDOS... Uh, like step in, you have this, you know, robot with this British female voice thing, you know. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's got that whole. It's been done to death, but I, I yeah. don't know. Maybe this will do something different with it. It seems that like it might integrate, um, like the communities, uh, that like their runs, their 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 times and stuff like that. It seems like there's going to be some kind of community integration in it. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, pushing block puzzles and it, it, it's, it's very simple in its actual gameplay, but I like the, the, um, you know, the wrappings, the presentation around it, sort of like with filament, it was just, okay, you know, you know, take these, uh, ropes around these spools mm -hmm. and stuff like that, but the presentation and the, like, the story where it was going... That game's too hard, so I never finished it. <laughs> but it, yeah, you know, that game was has, very hard. Yeah, yeah, it has that kind of intrigue and that kind of uh, set dressing around it. So, um, played a few levels. Um, looking to see where that goes. It's it's from who's it from? It's developers called Chump Squad, and I know that the um, the de developer she made uh, Kine, I think, as a as a solo developer, and that's like a really tricky, like kind of similar kind of puzzle game, um, mm. um, which has a very uh, like it has the same level of attention and care put into the presentation. It's about musical instruments and stuff like that. So, so yeah, this seems like another really good puzzle game from her and uh, her nice. team. So. Yeah, is it cool. you say uh, Kine was was it just from her and then she's grown the team to to make this? Yeah, I believe so because mm. I think she made that pretty much on her own. Um, mm -hmm. So, well, as much as you can from like a single developer, I'm sure she might have like you know. Um, I remember quite like Lucas poked it and did everything. Yeah. She might have like you know the music. She might have um, got help doing that and stuff like that. But but yeah, this looks like. Interesting, one of those kind of like soccer band move the move the um, crates around puzzle games, mm. just with that added layer of presentation. So nice. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, uh, running down the list, I'm trying to remember. I should write. I should. I should actually write a list of what I play in future. So I'm not just <laughs> thinking off the top of my head. Um, Tesla Force, which do you guys know? Crimson Land and uh, neon Chrome. Oh yeah. It's made yeah made by a developer called Ten Tons Limited, and they're kind of in that same space. They kind of occupy that same area of like um, arcadey twin stick shooters. It's sort mm, of right. like who 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 were the guys who did um, the only good PS4 launch game? What's it called? Uh, oh, uh, Resogun. Yes, the guys who did that. What are they called again? Um, uh, I forgot, Google. but they nearly went under, and then they didn't. How smart? Yeah, yes. I was just gonna say. Yeah, they sort of occupy maybe a 
slight tier below them in terms of like um, very pretty, well designed twin stick shooter kind of arcadey mm-hmm. games. Um, this game that I played it's called Tesla Force. I actually made a game prior to that called Tesla vs. Lovecraft. So, you know, I was very <laughs> okay. confused at the start. I was like, oh, this is a new game. Um, it's set in that same kind of universe, still got twin stick um, like gameplay, but it has a different. Uh, <laughs> how should I put it? It has a different way of portraying the gameplay mechanics and that's in a way that I don't like and it is in a roguelike has roguelike sensibilities so whereas Tesla vs Lovecraft it's level by level you just go into these levels and you shoot all these like um, Cthulhu-esque and Lovecraftian monsters and it's like okay just shooting things level by level you know picking up weapons that, that all have these like kind of would you call it steampunk? That kind of Tesla kind of yeah, yeah I'd call it steampunk. Yeah, like Tesla. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Tesla's very steampunk. Yeah, man. you know, weapons of that you know kind of design and in these very gothic-looking levels, level by level. Really enjoyed it. And then you have Tesla Force, which strips away that level by level um, kind of presentation, and it goes mm. with like a more roguelike. Uh, structure, oh, okay. which is, I'm just like, mm, doesn't need to, doesn't need to be, and it, it's funny because I, I think on their Steam page for Tesla Force, they even compare. I was just say, yeah, I, I brought this up. They say when mm. compared to the previous game, Tesla versus Lovecraft, in Tesla Force, the gameplay transcends the limits of the arena. You will have meaningful choices both inside and outside the arena, beyond simply acquiring upgrades. You can yeah. choose your path to travel along with the challenges and rewards that come with it. You can risk it by challenging the elite monsters for rare perks, or you can play it safe and settle for lesser rewards. Those were bolded words, that's why I was saying yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it definitely sounds like they suddenly think that regular game design is worse. Yeah, they've even got this, like, as you can see, they've got this box where it's comparing in a list version, yeah. like Tesla Force versus <laughs> Tesla versus Lovecraft, like replayability, level generation, world map perks, monsters, session left, and it's, and it's like it's the other game's me. better because <laughs> it, well, well, it is just level by level. You don't yeah, I like the idea levels. that replayability is mm. endless but for a procedural generated roguelike, no. At yeah. some point you get bored of what the AI does rather like like not the AI, the the Algorithm, that's the word I'm looking for. Because... Uh, yeah, this is like a yeah. testament to not understanding your own shit, kind of. Session late 30 yeah. minutes versus 3 minutes. So now I can't just play 10 levels. I have to play... Have but, to play in 30-minute intervals? Like, uh, well, it's a the, weird thing to brag about. Yeah, because... The session left is basically... You're going through all these different levels, and then when you die, it's like you restart over. So yes, can take up to thirty minutes or something. But yes, I just want to play the three-minute level because the levels are still quite short. Um, you're just playing more of them and doing that over again. Mm. But you can literally farm the currency in the game, and then just there's, there's no good like sense of progression that a roguelike should have. Okay. Whereas 
in in Tessa Force because you can just farm like the currency and then get better weapons. It it, ju it just seems like they've you know just added this new structure onto this uh, this existing game and not really dug too deep into like the actual mechanics of it and they're just mm. it's not so it's cynical not like, by any like game... mm, it's not cynical this that they like put this out but it's just like yeah. I think they had something better and if it ain't broke don't fix but you know they see how enough, well something like Hades something. has done or Slay the Spire has done and yeah. think hmm we the want a little bit of that yeah. part yeah, yeah. made from the ground so up whereas this is a bit without sounding harsh a bit tacked on to be honest Mm, okay. So there's a so we'll do our review roundup because I found someone who's echoing what Lucy is saying. Mm. Um, Mufti Riots nice. has five thousand seven hundred thirteen products in their Steam account oh, and one review. <laughs> okay. And the review is for Tesla Force, not recommended. Nine point four five hours. What if you took Tesla versus Lovecraft, but removed the speed leveling arena combat, removed the incentive to constantly switch weapon, punished mistakes by making you lose 10 to 15 minutes of progress at a time, and two hours of content stretched to breaking point, and the player taps out? Err, Tesla Force? <laughs> Buy Tesla yeah. versus Lovecraft, though. It's really good. Cheaper, too. Doesn't feel like a shell of a game, and actually endlessly replayable. I yeah. like that because the replayability notion that they're pivoting on is just so flawed like mm. there's a reason why you still go back to mario one let's like those old school mario games it's not because the levels are new it's because the game is fun and i don't yeah. need a new level to make me spend more hours on it like yeah. endlessly mm. replayable is not isn't because you've got some algorithm making new levels or chunking yeah. rooms in a different order yeah it, yeah, it's it's. I'm glad there's Tesla Tesla versus Lovecraft exists. This <laughs> is like okay, a weird addendum to that, but it's like yes, I'm glad that bait, like that that first game exists, so I can just play that. And and you know what, the the shooting's great. You get into like mechs in this one as well. And it's like yeah, mm -hmm. they, they they still do the basics right with like dual dual stick shooters, and it's like yeah, like, so. Well, it's not the best um, structure for a game. They still got the, uh, still got the gameplay, pretty okay. much um, down in that sense. But so. like the like the review, would your recommendation be to go and play? Yes, Tesla uh, versus, versus Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah. Yes, go play that game and all their twin stick games because they make really good um, shooters, um, arcadey shooters. Um, and yeah, they they seem a bit overlooked most of the time. So mm. yeah, just. Go give them some love because I really enjoy their games. Um, nice. Uh, I'll tell you about another game I didn't quite enjoy much of, mm -hmm. which is Animal Farm. Um, oh yeah. Mm, mm. Which is the new newest game? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they, they've been playing out games recently from from Nereal who do mm. the Reigns games, um, which. The latest of which I still haven't played. That's on Apple Arcade. I think it's like set in space or something. Is that the sp yeah, the space one, yeah. Mm, yeah, this is uh, a different departure, but still has like some of the similarities in gameplay as uh, mm. the Reigns game, but it's 
it's based on the book Animal Farm, which I somehow haven't read in my entire lifetime. I've always wanted to, and I don't think you need to. I want to though. I've always wanted to, and a testament of this game is that it's made me want to read Animal Farm okay. even more now. Fair. So I mean, I think it's a good it, book, but I haven't yeah. read it since uh, like middle school. school. Yeah. yeah, none of the schools I went to made us read anything that was worth its weight. <laughs> I mean, I mean boring I, books like Jane Austen's Persuasion, which I hate. But um, I mean, but also, I've gone back to books I read. Like, reading Shakespeare on your own terms, not mm-hmm. from, like, school, you're like, oh, I see. This Get this good. now. I'm an yeah. adult, but also, I'm not being forced to do it. And mm. you can digest it at your own pace or... Whatever. Same thing with. Uh, well, no, actually, The Great Gatsby is probably the one where I was like, I don't think I like this book in <laughs> high school, and then I tried it again years later. Like, I still don't like this book. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, I think it, reading for school at any level versus reading on your own ride is very different. Yes, yeah. and I think like Orwell's definitely one of those authors who I appreciated more afterwards. Yeah. Still want to read Animal Farm, so um, it's short. G- given that, yeah, yeah, it's a novella, that, isn't it? That's why than that's, novel, yeah. I think. That's yeah. why I'm like, oh, how have I still never read this? <laughs> and got around to reading this, but um, so so yeah, twenty take... minutes done. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I read the uh, the thing, the, the, what the thing was based on. I read mm. that novella earlier. Um, this year. Mm, how was that? There's. It's good. I, I really I, I really enjoy it. There's just there's too many people in that camp. Ah. It's like, oh, you know, Jules and um, Gregory, and it's like, who's who? And just, <laughs> in the end, it doesn't really matter because most of them die. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that, and it's it's free because I think it's like public domain at this point. Yeah. But, mm. um, anyway, Animal Farm. So take it with a pinch of salt. No, I haven't read Animal Farm, so I don't know how. Um, much I'd enjoy it more or less if if I'd read it or mm. how true it is to its um, source material but it, it's it, it trying it's it's set over the course of like different years um, mm-hmm. so year one year two, year three, year four and it's it tries to do that the Reigns gameplay where you are deciding between okay should we we should we harvest for this winter or should we you know stock up on supplies so should we you know sow the fields more this winter so we have less next year and you know who should do the um plowing who should um who should you know should we get the birds to recruit other farms should we you know sort out defenses so when the humans inevitably come and try and kill us all, should, should we be prepared for that? Or should we, you know, sing tra-la-la-la-la, we love animals, two feet bad, four feet good, and, and all yeah. that stuff. And none of it seems to bear any weight. <laughs> like, right. I, I, I mm. got through, like, the first few years without even trying or batting an eye. I'm just like, 
at one point it was like, oh, we don't have much supplies for winter, we're all going to die, and then everyone just survives <laughs> until next spring, and it's like, okay. I, I, I suppose that's the general issue with following kind of like a base narrative, mm-hmm. that you, you you know, you either have to hit those beats, you could, you could just game over it, right? Like, start back from your previous save point and know that the decisions that you've made for the last three kind of choices have been wrong and, and go back a bit but mm. very hard to have that kind of uh, that, that that choices matter, the consequences matter you know, yes. Nuriel's kind of games are if you, if you fuck up then the person you are the king or the queen the, the ruler that you are uh, is killed yes. and you're the next one and that's yeah. how they continue that game with this you just can't do that yeah it, it's because Reigns keeps that interesting and keeps it like less punishing and also, you know, if it, if Reigns was too easy, that would probably be like, oh, I'm just going through this. Reigns' mm. whole gameplay and its whole shtick is wanting people to see what they could do differently yeah. and um, just get right back into that loop immediately. Um you know, if it, it, this is very much a different kind of structure where, it, I mean, it's been narrated to you, some of the story, and I really like the narrator, I really like the fact that it is narrating, I mean, it looks really pretty, it's like out of a, it, it literally looks like it could be a children's book, like that kind yes, of sort yeah. of watercoloured art style, which is really nice, and yeah, I, I really like the presentation around it but it seems that's to its detriment because you're basically being told a story but it doesn't have that kind of like cutthroat and um you know really quick cyclical gameplay nature where oh i messed up this um you know i'm trying different things i'm messing up things i'm getting things right and i can just retry it immediately and try and go through that again because it is trying to be more more um more of a narrative more of a storybook kind of thing which i enjoy i just don't think i enjoy the mm. actual gameplay with it um yep. in that sense is, uh, so is it like it's like a weird like meta on rails like you, you can do things, but they don't really yeah, matter. Yeah. So you like on the metal on the narrative level, you're just going forward. Yeah. And, and yeah, because maybe it's because I haven't played it enough times to see where the actual diversions of um, of the story are and what what weight my decisions have. But it it, it seems like it seems like this is a game that just sits on the fence. Um, mm. Like now and then, you you um, go back to the barn for like you know discussions, um, like meetings with the rest of the farm animals, and you can always say you can always click on one animal who's like the dissenting opinion in the room, or one who's you know Mm. all for it, in you know pro the decisions, and there's like this cat who's just like I don't know, um, who's (laughs) who's just literally sitting on the fence. And it, when you click on either of those, it just doesn't seem to make much of a difference. Like if you say, "Yes, we're we're all for building a um, a windmill," um, and then the guy who's building the windmill gets exiled anyway, or runs away, or is you know tried for treason or something like that, and it, it just doesn't seem like. like 
I don't know. I don't know about this game. It's, it's because from near it, I was like, oh yes, you know, I can, you know, slaughter pigs or you know, make them mm-hmm. king of the world if I want to. But it just doesn't seem it has that kind of. Um, uh, I don't know that kind of umph to it. It doesn't. Seem... Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. Doesn't sound like it's kind of expanded past the the narrative. It's kind of a retelling of the story with some choices in, rather than it being yeah. something based upon the story that allows you to sort of forge your own kind of uh, narrative, I guess, mm. within this, and, and allowing you to kind of deconstruct what happened and try things different ways. And that actually having an impact on the on the game almost. Yeah. Like they've gone, well, this is the story, this is kind of what we're we're stuck to. Absolutely, Ben, I think you're right. I think they've been hindered by the staying mm. true to the narrative. I mean, obviously, like you can't take too many risks usually with somebody else's IP. Um mm-hmm. so it's not like I can you know, get Caesar, King Caesar pig to mate with a horse or something like that in no. this game. <laughs> you know. Didn't expect that line. <laughs> you know, well. as someone might want to, you know, that might have been a, one of the cards in, in if this was a Reigns game. I don't know. Well, um, it probably would have been, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I don't know. I... I mm. As I say, I, I really do like the presentation around it. It's just, I always hate when people say, I would... I, you know, when someone talks about, I don't know, The Last of Us or something, or Uncharted, and they say, well, I'd just rather just watch that as a film. It's like, you're not getting the interaction. Yeah. You know, this is a game for gaming reasons, and like, yeah. some of the stuff in those games, it's like, yes, this could only be done in a game. But this is absolutely <laughs> a game where I would say, I, I wish I. I wish I just read the book. <laughs> and I'll probably just do that. So, you know what? Uh, well done. Well done, Animal Farm. You're going to make me buy a Orwellian book. So, nice. it'll just boost his estate. Is he still yeah, alive? Well, so, yeah, so, no, he's <laughs> okay absolutely not. No. There you go. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the, the licensee of that, that you know product has done what they needed to do. And they've, yes. they've got you to go out and buy the source material. So. Yeah, and, and if I read it, and it probably be like oh i might i might go play that animal farm game to see a bit more how they do it or i'll just be yeah. even more disappointed one of the two <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i'll let you know in like 20 years when i read <laughs> <laughs> maybe so, yeah so you mean the, be a little the winter read won't you yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um call of the sea I'll briefly talk about that. I won't talk about it too oh, much. Yes. I know, Ben, you want to play it. Um, I do want to play that, yes. Mm. I'm playing something else on Game Pass at the moment, which Ooh. I'm considering... I'm going to talk about it in a little bit, but I'm considering dropping it and just jumping oh. on Call of the Sea instead. Okay. Is it Doom? Oh. It's yeah, not tell Doom. us about that, because okay. <laughs> this is on Game Pass, you say? Mm. Uh, Call of the Sea, yes. It yeah. came out on the 10th, I believe. Uh, as I say, I won't speak too much about it. Um, it's got a cool, cool narrative. Which I'm enjoying for the first, most part. I think it's about six chapters. I think I've just started the fifth, um, so it's not too long. It's probably about six hours. So it'd okay. be good good time for you, Ben. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Won't 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 speak too much of the narrative, other than uh, it's it's intriguing me and it's keeping me going. Um, mm. It's it's basically this woman who's this is not a spoiler. It's told right at the start of the game. Is woman? She's. Um, 
had this illness, her husband went to find a cure um, in Tahiti. He never came back. She's gone to find him. Okay. That's where I'll leave that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's very mist-like. Uh, mm. It's got that. It's, it's, it's a first first-person game, um, and it's got you know, kind of first-person puzzles. It's very. It's set on this island, so it's mist in 2020. Yeah. Just a bit more colourful. There we go. Um, yeah, so that's the gameplay, and I am enjoying the puzzles. Um, it's got some good quality of life things, like you've got a, you've got a journal, you've got a log. And it's like all the clues that you find get written down in the journal. Nice. When you're solving a puzzle, you can just whoop journals up. You don't have to go into a menu or anything like that. You just mm. You know, put the journal down, solve the puzzle, so that's nice. Good. Um, What else? Yeah, I'll probably talk about what I really don't like about the game. Okay. Which shouldn't affect you, Ben, but it has basically no accessibility features, which, as a first-person game, for me, it's not fun. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Okay. you can run in this game, um, and I look away from the screen <laughs> as you're running, because the first time I played it, uh, played for about half an hour, and it's like, okay, let me lie down <laughs> for really? half an hour, because yeah, uh, really bad motion sickness. Is it just um, like, yeah, this is head, how they run. The head bobs. The... Yeah, it's got head bobbing. It's not quite as violent as you're describing right <laughs> now, but it definitely has it. Um, you can't turn that off. There's no field of view slider. Um, Mm. You can't make the uh, cursor, not the cursor, the crosshair bigger. The reticle? Yeah, it's tiny. It's minuscule. Mm. Um, You can't even make, like, um, because when you look at, like, different things and and clues, you get this this little eye um, indicator, meaning that, oh, once you look at it, you can comment on something. that's tiny, you can't even make that bigger. <sighs> it, 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 it's kind of unforgivable. Um, mm-hmm. In this day and age, we don't have any of those settings. Um, yeah. And like, I looked on the Steam page, I'm playing on Xbox, um, on Game Pass. And the, there were people who commented about it like, motion sickness, there was like somebody who looked like like, you know, backseat game designer which was annoying, but they did make <laughs> they did make a good point. It's like this game doesn't have any features and it's it it, it, it as I say, it's criminal. Um uh, at this point, uh, not to have mm. any of those any of those things in the game. Yeah, so. absolutely. So I've been getting through it, but unfortunately it's like I get it it is a more slow game if you want to take it at that speed so it's not like you're zipping all around the place but um, mm-hmm. it's only really when she's running that I that I uh, get 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 motion sickness but yeah I, so with, like, with, with that because mm-hmm. you're enjoying the narrative yeah but the sense that you know you're hampered a little bit and that you, because of the settings and the way that it, it, it feels that you have to take it slower does it feel like a slog for you like are you, are you moving between points, going yes, this puzzle was interesting, it was good. I've moved slowly through to the next kind of narrative point, and then done you know I've done A, I've done B, I've done C. 
kind of what am I getting out of then doing D, E, and F? Like, mm. is mm. it is it propelling you enough to kind of sit through those uh, you know those elements that you don't like about it? Uh, well, it's more. I'm just not looking at the screen when I'm running, and it's like mm. that does take a bit away from the game because you you are in this you know really nice um, looking environment. It's not. It's not photorealistic. It's got like this stylized art style, very colourful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just something that sh- I shouldn't have to deal with, to be honest. Yeah. Like absolutely. even one or two settings, it's it's just like just stick that in the game. It can't be that hard. Um, I think that there's a field of view slider on PC, so it's like why don't I just stick that in the Xbox version? Um, yeah. It's, mm. It's, mm. Or just let me turn off the head, Bob. I think that would. You know, be fine, but um, solve like ninety yeah. percent of the problem. Yeah, honestly. Um, I mean, sometimes the frame rate hitches, which doesn't help, but that that's not usually like um, the biggest uh, hindrance. But yeah, as I say, it's it's not one of those games where everything just comes at you and everything's happening all at the same time. And if if you miss something, um, like like there's like it's very static the island it only starts moving once you solve solve a puzzle so it's not like okay. uh, in gears or something or in the last of us where something's like happening over there and you, and you need quick reactions to it and mm. so so it's more of a slow um it's not plodding but it's you know more of a slower paced game mm. so <sighs> yeah it, 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 it just mars a, what i'm really enjoying you know it's, it mars a good experience because this is like mm. one of the few games that I've played in the last few weeks that's actually held my attention that I've come back to so mm. and just having to contend with that is annoying <laughs> yeah that's fair when it's like my problems and and issues and access- accessibility um, is not even it's a very low bar to, <laughs> to yeah. get motion sickness right you know is it something you could is it like a play anywhere title is it something you could play on the on your on your PC. pc and then you can mm. amend those or change those settings if they're available on the on the pc yeah i think uh, but I, that's why i read it on steam but i think it's only the field of view slider which would help right mm. but um yeah that head bob is usually the killer to be honest no. mm. shitty okay okay yeah but otherwise it's good. Uh, Sissy Jones is in it. The, the oh. who um, voiced was it Delilah in Firewatch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she, she she's always good. So she narrates things. So it's yeah, it's it's good. You'll enjoy it, Ben. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. It's good. A, it's a well-made well, game. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe from... it's the thing I kind of move on to for uh, who knows when who knows what when i'll actually have time to play something is it is this something you can play in small chunks you know like sort of 20 30 minutes or is it it, it's level by level and okay as i say it's got a quality of life um thing so you can just save anywhere um you got Mm, like four save slots so it's not like oh i had to quit out of the game i have to start from the start of chapter five or something you can just jump right into your save so that's yeah Definitely a small, in small chunks game, but yeah, so it's good. Oh, nice, nice, good, good. Um, I noticed, Lucy, you've still got a reasonable amount of your beer left. It's you have been, been chatting for so the last much. sort of forty mm, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've just been leisurely sat here supping <laughs> away at our beers, and we're we're finished already. Um, yeah. 
Maybe, maybe I can introduce the game that I've been playing and chat about it just slightly, and then we can hit some beers and I'll finish my, my thoughts on it. Uh, but I was looking through Game Pass for something to uh, to kind of play on the PC, and I saw Yes, Your Grace was on there, which is something that's been on my wish list, I think, since it kind of released. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and, uh, and Yes, Your Grace is a kind of a decision resource management simulator set in this medieval fantasy yeah. world. It's like so you're Crusader a king, Kings but 2D and um, <laughs> pixelated isn't it? <laughs> this is one of the reasons I think Crusader Kings has kind of done me <laughs> yeah. um, for <laughs> anything that's sort of medieval fantasy based like Crusader Kings is just so big and open that I can kind of do what I want in that game. Uh, yes, your grace is very much more of a um, you know it, it, you're 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 making decisions, so it looks lovely to start. Um, it has some excellent music to it as well, and um, has some some good sort of sound effects. Very garbled speech, so people don't talk. You, you get all your text in boxes, but people go blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, which is which is cool. It kind of adds the whole fantasy setting and stuff. Yeah. Um, but you're you're the king, and you essentially have to manage your not even your kingdom. You're kind of managing a set of resources. So you've got gold and you've got wheat, and um, they are sort of your two main ones. And people will come and petition to you. Uh, as you're sat on your throne, they'll come in and say, "Hey, uh, bandits came and robbed us. We're going to go hungry. Could we have maybe some wheat, please?" And you either have to say yes or no. Yes, you can have the wheat. No, here's some gold instead, perhaps. Or no, we're not going to help you. And you have lots of those sorts of decisions to make. Um, your uh, your kingdom gets resources at the end of each sort of session or week, as they kind of call it. Um, and each week is only sort of one sitting. So you'll sit in your throne, people will petition you, and if you want to stop there, you can. Or you can get up and wander around your, your castle and interact with different characters. So there's your family, uh, you've got three daughters, and the sort of the through line for the first element of this is that um, you're kind of looking to um, marry your daughter because you don't have an army. And suddenly you think, oh, there's some invaders. Maybe we need an army to really distill down actually what's going on with this quite interesting story that they've mm -hmm. kind of put together. Um, and there's lots of decisions around that. Um, you know, how your daughter actually feels about that. Lots of dialogue between the characters, which works very, very well. And it's, it's a nicely written game. Uh, but it just does the same thing a little bit too much for me. Um, and we can we can go into that in a moment, but let's open some beers. Yeah, I've got. I'm gonna just uh, rinse cool. my glass. Mm. All right, Lucy. While well, Adel's rinsing his glass, what have you got? I've got a beer from Whiplash. Nice. Cold haunt. Hunt. Hunt. Is it hunt? Haunt. 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 Yes. H A U N T, which is a double IPA. Um, it's nice. got Marisotta, wheat malt, oat malt, carapils, equinot, and strata in it. It is eight point two percent. 
And that's it, it's 440ml. It's whiplash, so I like whiplash. Mm. So yeah, I'm just nice. going to pop this open and probably not talk for the next hour. <laughs> That's fine, I'm going to sip my, as I talk about this, I'm going to sip my beer slowly. Um, I am going to open up uh, a left-handed giant lit by the supermoon triple IPA at 10%. Um, it has got Citra Cryo, Nelson Sogon, and Amarillo Cryo in it. That's everything it gives me. It's got a lovely can. That lovely can. It's all that is a nice can. foily and reflective mm. and cool colours to it. Sorry, is is it is it um, printed on the can or is it like a reflective label? It's a label. It's a label. Yeah, that's very smart. Yeah. And they clearly did their work because you you can't immediately tell it's a label, which means like the the tin foil labeling is yep. matched which is mm. really cool yeah absolutely yeah it's very very looks very pretty let's see if the beer will look just as pretty uh, Adam what have you got I have a more festive Bristolian beer I have oh I'm going to do that thing where I go bing um, it is the Arbor left handed giant damn you autocorrect Trifle IPA. Oh, I fucking love Trifle. I saw this. I really want this. <laughs> so it's a 10% 450 mil can. This triple IPA was brewed with our friends at Left Handed Giant. It's full of fruity hops and bucket loads of blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries. And I thought, Trifle? Christmas? Dessert? 10%? Left Handed Giant? Arbor? Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, oh, I, I knew did. Trifle was like a Christmas dessert. Man, I mean, my grandma I... used to, my grandma used to make the booziest trifles when we were kids, and I used to destroy them. Um, um, I mean, I don't know if it is. I just know. See, the problem I have is so much of like British cuisine is like, and we 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 have it at the holidays, but also sometimes we have it not at the holidays. But I only well, yeah know it as like so. I know trifle is a reasonably popular dessert, but also it's definitely yeah. served at Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, don't people eat that all year round? Oh my god, yeah, I'll, yeah, but, I'll but eat like, that. I'll eat that right now. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> the problem is like I don't go for like big traditional meals at people's places unless it's like a holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, well, I see this almost every Christmas. I guess it's a Christmas tradition. It's like Die Hard. <laughs> it's not actually a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas right, it movie because people watch it at Christmas. No, that's not true. That's I, not true. I, 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 I said that. How dare you, sir? Suggest I wanted hackles. I got hackles. I don't actually want to derail this into the perennial <laughs> problem that the internet has with people calling movies a thing that they don't like the thing to be called or vice versa. I mean, yeah, yeah. Completely. It's like we the won't go into movie. that. Christmas film. Oh, is it? Oh. Well, to me it is, <laughs> even though it's like in no. summer. <laughs> <laughs> I love the goofy movie. It's a feel-good Christmas movie, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, good. Let's let's roll back around. Lucy, yeah. the whiplash, double IPA, uh, haunt, not hunt, haunt. Yes, uh, it's a very, 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 very pretty beer. Oh, wow, Ooh, I love thick. that. Like, looks like... Slightly like water, well, it's like really pulpy orange juice that then had mm. a little too much water put into it, like like yeah. someone faking pulp. And I mean that it's in like, the nicest it's way, like just because it's it's a paler <laughs> than orange juice should be, but it's so thick looking. It's mm. dense. It's it's um, it's like apple juice from here. 
Yeah. Mm, fair. Like, like proper, like not from concentrate like, like stuff. Juiced like apples. Juice. Yeah, 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 proper. It smells so lovely. It smells like a one of those things that you put in your car to make it smell nice. Well, a little trees. A hanger in your yeah. in your mirror. Sort of pine, lemony pine. Sort of describe it. As. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's like it's like when you smell like a bath bomb. I mm. smelled a bath bomb in years. Or hmm. been to a shop that sells bombs in years. <laughs> but like when you go, just go to like when you walk past a lush, you can just smell like this very fruity smell. Mm. But better than a bath bomb, I can actually consume this. Nice. I won't say if I've ever tried to consume a bath bomb or not. Um, <laughs> I think we all have, haven't we? <laughs> hmm. I think we all be like, let me just give this a little lick, a little just taste. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, this tastes better than a basketball. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be whether it's got that floral, perfumey nature to it as well, isn't it? Hmm. Wouldn't say this is quite. Maybe I'd say it's a little perfumey. Mm-hmm. But just in the sense that yeah, it's got all that. It's like like a. If you just went down to the forest and hacked down a tree and just pine just fell in your face. Yeah. It's very, very, very piney. Very resinous. It's it's not as thick as it looks, to be fair. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite light. How much was this? Was it 8.2? Yeah, 8.2%. You could never tell. Really? It's, yeah, it's, um... You're not getting a lot of that alcohol at all. It's not even that thick. Um, it's slightly warming now. Now that I've had a sip and it's it's settled down a bit, but yeah, initially you would never be able to tell this is eight point two. Um, mm. Probably maybe say about probably about six. Probably the same as my last beer, but um, nice. yeah, definitely it's very fruity. You're definitely getting those um, citrusy notes. Hmm. A lot, as I say, overwhelming taste is pine, which I really like. Um, it's not too bitter. Oh god, that's so good. We could just make good beers, man. Mm. They do. Like absolutely. It's not even fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's got. Hmm. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of like soapy bitterness at the end. It, not mm. in a bad way, but um, yeah, a little bit of bitterness at the end. But yeah, it's got it's got that nice it's got a nice warming feel, feeling though, um, which you don't expect from that initial initial sip. Which is it's quite nice. It's like yes, mm. I've, I've had a big bold beer, big bold mm. grown up beer. You know, <laughs> it, it's just it's just it, oh. This gives you that same kind of like uh, warming, huggy feeling that you'd get from like a stout, but it's a double IPA. Um, yeah, I could I could mm. drink this every day of my life. <laughs> nice. That's I may not, but you know. <laughs> yeah. That's, nice. Like I've had, I've had a few of the. I mean, it's been ages since I've had uh, Whiplash beers. To be honest, it's like one of the first times this year. Um, Sturchley Wines always um, uh, stopped them. I think that's probably where I first tried them. 
Um, but yeah, I, I've missed Whiplash. They're so mm. good. Mm. Excellent. Mm. Good. So fruity and so bold, and mm. I'm going to Dublin. Get my Irish passport or something. <laughs> when you're exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we're allowed to escape from you know uh, the, the places we're not allowed to leave at the moment, mm. we just everyone just goes and gets passports for everywhere else. Uh, just just only where that's simple. Yeah. Well, I can, you can buy a Maltese passport. <laughs> oh, it's not cheap. I have a friend whose family was going through that. Hmm. Oh, it's only about three hundred grand, right? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Chump change. Chump change. Just remortgage your house. <laughs> yes, the Bottom house I have. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, Hold even on. the house I have ain't worth that. So every millennial has a house. <laughs> yeah, of course, because we all went to university, and when they they st- it stopped being cheap or affordable. It was fine because we knew we'd get these dream jobs that would pay everything and guarantee we would have a stable life with real estate in our future. Exactly. Houses cost. They cost only about ten grand. It's a pittance, get a mortgage mate. for a five. I mean, just have to buy one in the da- most dangerous area of Liverpool, but you can you know, <laughs> buy a house. Or you got to go to Wigan, and get it for get it for a quid or something like that. Like, no one goes to Wigan. They only go through Wigan. <laughs> Sometimes they don't even get through Wigan. Um, <laughs> let's move on. I want to drink this beer. I've been smelling it and looking at it for ages. Um, left-handed giant. Uh, it looks as you would expect it for a triple IPA. Um, a little, sort of a little orangey. Very, very similar to the Vocation Smash and Grab. Bit of a bigger nose than the last beer. Mm-hmm. Still very fruity. Mmm. And sweeter. Mmm. A little bit sweeter as well. Oh. Mmm. I was expecting. It kind of. It presents these. Um, sort of these fruit flavours to you. And almost turns. And I was expecting this kind of big bitterness to kick in. And it's. You know, as that fruit is kind of drying out and you you think there's going to be a big bitterness there but actually there's not and it's really smooth and it just continues on with that fruit and then as another random twist to this beer it completely dries out and you're left with almost this very dry alcoholic kind of vapour feel mm. in your mouth you still feel like mm. there's something there it's kind of like i've got air but it feels very kind of full of alcohol um yes that's that's it's a, it's a triple ipa so i expect something a bit bigger but um, without yeah, having that mean. kind of that mm-hmm. yeah without having that bitterness leading into it it's an odd transition between mm. the fruit then into that kind of that alcoholic finish I mean, even with the fruit on the nose, you're still getting that that alcohol. And with the vocation, where it was maybe, what was I say? I was going to return to it, wasn't I? What the what the flavours were? It's maybe a bit pineapple, maybe a bit grapefruity, perhaps. This does have a little bit of grapefruit to it. Definitely, um, getting a lot of the same flavours I was getting with the smash and grab. Um, they're, they're two very similar beers. Um, the 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 triple IPA does feel bigger. Um, even though I had the, you know, a lot of the alcohol on that eight 
point something percent um, double IPA. This does feel bigger, but it doesn't present it to you through that initial kind of fruit flavor. Whereas the Smash and Grab is like, here's the booze. This mm-hmm. triple IPA kind of presents itself a little bit lighter first and then hits you with that dry, boozy sort of flavor. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got a, it's got a little bit of a grapey finish. I think it said it had Nelson Sauvon in it. It does. Um, it's, it has got a little bit of a grapey finish, so it moves through kind of um, a, a little bit more tropical, a bit more grapefruity, bigger fruit sort of start, and then that drying out does feel much more like a, a, a white wine. You know, it's it's, it's alcoholic, oh, okay. it's dry, and it lasts. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that's the Nelson doing a little bit of its grapey flavour in there as well, rather than being matched with something to give that kind of bigger piney finish. Um, it's it's very very easy though for ten percent. This is yeah. dangerous. Who makes that? Left-handed giant. Okay. I mean, it, it yeah, tastes cause... it tastes like that initial taste tastes like a six percent IPA. I, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from this finish and it being, you know, very, um, you know, it, it just absolutely that that booze consumes my mouth um, mm. on that finish. Without that, this would match up to one of their six percent IPAs very very yeah. easily. Just that grapey finish and that booziness just lend it something to say, no, this is bigger. Here is kind of everything we've hidden. Here it is. Mm. Look at look at yeah. how well we can kind of do this initial fruit flavor, and then show you what kind of beer this is. <laughs> yeah. It's just like yeah, fair enough, cool. Yeah, because it, it, it actually reminds me of a Whiplash beer that I think I had over the weekend mm. when they did a triple, um, Belgian triple. Um, yeah, it was it was sort of around that strength, and it was yeah. just yeah, it had that like kind of nice estery, you know, yeasty. Start and then it was just mm-hmm. like eh, just dry you out like the Sahara now. It's, it was very dry and it was like, yeah. Oh, I want to drink more to satiate this dryness in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. but I can't drink that because that's like ten percent. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. This is this is the conundrum I'm currently having. Yeah. <laughs> Sit here with the driest mouth ever and try and chat through before <laughs> knowing I have to go back to this ten percent beer. Mm. Um, so I'm going to stop talking so I don't dry my mouth out for that. Adel, yes. we'll come to you for a left-handed giant and Arbor collaboration. Yeah. Look oh, at that. Ooh. It's l- like your nails. Uh, it's Red. redder than my nails. My nails are a little <laughs> orange. Darker. Oh, also, Darker. definitely chip chunk off of the my middle finger. Uh, Can I ask why you, you have your nails painted? Uh, so um, last Friday, the, mm. I, I live with five other people, and we decided to do an office Christmas party. Okay. So we had our house <laughs> Christmas before Lizzie went off to uh, quarantine herself before um, seeing her folks at Christmas, basically. Sequestering herself somewhere in London. Uh, and we're like, and I jokingly said it should be an office Christmas party theme. Uh, and so... Um, I was Dell from sales, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, they like they were like, oh, you know, we didn't have time to go home yes. and get ready, so I we have to do our makeup and and stuff at work. So like they were doing their nails, and I I was just like, I hey, might as well do mine. 
Uh, I got this lovely you really orange. Bring the red in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, for the festive reasons, I got the, the like sparkle shellac, but I am not. I would rather just the color, I think. Mm. But maybe it's just because I'm not used to having my nails painted. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you'll, so you'll I just let, I mean, that was a few like. days ago. Uh, I was leaving it until now that I've looked down how much I've chipped it. Mm. I just. It's fine. I don't go anywhere. I'd rather let let it slowly <laughs> yeah. degrade than have to deal with like actually getting, getting the acetone. The and, and, yeah, yeah. Mm. That, th- but, that stuff gives me a headache. Yeah, it's very <laughs> not in a good way. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's more orange than my beer, which is like this purpley maroon color. Yeah, it's all all them. All the berries. Blueberry, Every raspberry, and blackberry. I'm like, of. I'm going to mess up which berries they are. I was just going to say some berries. I'm like, I don't know if they're in there. Um, I'll be interesting. It'd be really oh, interesting to know whether it has that kind of slightly custardy feel to it as I, well. I, so A interesting creaminess. you say that. So it, it, its nose is very sweet. Mm. Uh, it is sweet berry, but I'm getting... What were these? It's interesting. Because I guess it's the blueberries uh, because, like, blackberries and raspberries aren't super sweet, but there's definitely like a sweet berry, almost not generic fruitiness, but um, but there is also, I think, because of that sweetness, a notion of like creamy custard in the nose. Mm. Um, but I think it's just the sweetness that's coming off of this ten percent berry fill beer. Nice, mate. I, I, I have to get this. I, I love trifle so much. It's my favorite dessert. Oh. I'm going to have to get this beer. But also, I then hope that next year they make like a brandy infused <laughs> trifle IPA as well. And they, you know, roll through the different uh, oh, spirits this is that they can put in. Super each. interesting. I haven't had trifle in ages. So I can't speak to the trifle in this, but I suspect it's it's got that sweetness that's more than berries going for it. Mm. Yeah. Um, the berries are taking turns in a really interesting way. We're getting like the tartness from the raspberries and then the more sweetness from the blueberries and then the blackberries and then it's kind of cycling through as the rest of the beer's curve oh. goes through. Mm. It's very interesting. Coats the tongue. It's immediately fruity. I would say just like fruit. like Not super sweet, but fruit, sweet. And then you're like, ah, um, berries, and then after that is when the berries sort of unpack themselves. And you're like, right. oh yeah, that's blueberries. Oh, and there's some raspberry there. Um, they're not like fighting. They're kind of taking turns, and I think it's just because it's like, there's just so much going on that my, my, my palate is just tuning into them at different times. I don't think it's mm-hmm. like, at this point in the taste curve, the raspberries you know, explode in onto the palate. I think it's just like, oh, there's so many things going on, and they're not muddled, so kind of like, oh, this, then that. Um, it's clearly, I think the, let's see, the flavor text mentioned something about fruity hops. Yeah. And like, it's clearly an IPA, which is why I'm mm. really enamored with this beer because it's like, ah, oh, yes, IPA. And it finishes kind of bitter, but again, because there's that berry substrate for lack of a better term, um, there's this interesting, like, it's like, yep, kind of dry, lightly bitter, very hoppy. But then above it, there's like these twinklings of like fruity sweetness that remind you that it's not just a kind of dry tasting IPA finish because you're like oh yeah right but there's still some of the fruit lingering mm-hmm. um, so it's like the hoppiness is m- very much the finish mm. but 
the finish isn't only that. So again, I think I'm tuning in and noticing the sweetness at various moments before it's like, oh yeah, but I can't not notice the hoppiness. And also what I really like is it's bitter and it's drying in taste but not texture and mouthfeel. Mm. It is very wet. For a 10% beer that sort of finishes hoppy, I could push this away and there's so much going on and just be like, yep, still tasting it, still tasting it, enjoying it. No need to... <laughs> Requaff. I mean, I will because I'm liking the other parts of the taste curve. But this is something you could like grab a book and sup Mm. in the sense that, but you would sort of distract yourself from the book because you're going to be like, wait, I just want to focus on what's going on because there's it's just like two or three things going on, but they're going on it consistently and not conflating each other. It's just yeah. yeah. I was kind of worried because I don't usually like super fruity beers or certain super sweet IPAs or like like I was worried he was looking to be like one of those like was it two years ago we had like that slew of like ice cream or yes. float type IPAs and I was yeah. like the like my reticence on this one was like I didn't want one of those and it's not mm-hmm. one of those this is like mm-hmm. a IPA with with berries that lets the IPA do the IPA thing rather than those were which were very much like. But we'll cover the IPA with sweetness. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, so either I'm not having an IPA, but why would I get this if I didn't want an IPA? <laughs> or yeah. um, these are fighting, and this is not. This doesn't feel like it's fighting. This is yeah. perfect. I, I don't know if I'd have a second one, but we'll mm, see by the end okay. of this. But I like, <laughs> also could easily just like this is just a thing I'm gonna enjoy, and I might. Mm. I'm either gonna finish it really quickly. Or it's not going to be done by the end of the podcast. Those are my yeah, yeah, nice. I think I think I found uh, from your description. I think I found my beer that's going to um, that, that's going to see me through cooking Christmas dinner. I think I'm going to have to pick one of these up for for Christmas Day. You know, crack it at what like eleven. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say like eleven. And, and just yeah. uh, just sit with it for a couple of hours, just as I cook furiously. Brilliant. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, excellent. We will we will continue drinking these. We'll see at the end whether Adol has um, you know, smashed it back or not. Uh, and I suppose I'll get back into yes, your grace. Um, hmm. Only really to say that uh, whilst, as I kind of mentioned, the narrative is is interesting and takes you into sort of interesting places. Um, it is the the gameplay is just the same thing kind of constantly at the moment. I don't know whether this changes X number of hours into it or not, but all I'm really doing is building up and using different resources. So as I say, you you start with gold and kind of wheat. You also kind of have uh, your your, your, um, not residents, like the population's kind of like happiness to contend with as well. But then you get a general and you can send your general out to do certain things. So someone might turn up and say, hey, my kid's gone missing. And you send your general out to go and search, and a squad to go and search for him. And they may take two weeks to do that. So the next week, your general isn't then available to do whatever someone mm. comes and asks of you. Um, you. You get invaders coming into your land, and the general has to be the one that... Uh, initiates going out and searching for them or taking down camps and things. So if you sent them out, you can't then 
do this. You know, you can't send them out to clear a camp sort of thing. And there'll be a, yeah. a penalty as such for that. And that all balances quite nicely and quite well. Mm. But that is it. Mm. There's not much mm. more than just going, right, I've got to decide whether I can sacrifice five wheat, whether I can sacrifice my general... <laughs> Yeah. Whether I can give some gold to these people, what benefit is that going to give me? And you know, and it, and it might turn around and you go, well, I gave this person five gold to upgrade an inn in their little village outside of the town, and four weeks later they've come back and said, hey, we've built the inn and we're doing really well. So as part of that, we're going to contribute one gold every week. So there's a little bit of uh, payback time. And then suddenly you've got your, you know, you've got the goal, the initial investment sort of back. And that, that takes a little bit of time to come. And I, you know, there's going to be more of that, I would imagine. So mm-hmm. it is just kind of balancing resources and looking at what might be good investments versus whether you think finding, you know, the blacksmith's son is a good thing. Because at some point in like 10 weeks time, the blacksmith has to be happy to give you, I don't know. <laughs> You, you didn't know, find my boy. No yeah, you, like, you didn't you. find my boy. I'm, I'm never going to make another mace for you again. No uh, more shoes I mean, for you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows whether that's going to kind of, you know, come back. Uh, um, any any child I've sent my general out to find. Um, that's been my my one rule so far. Like, you know, people have come in and pillaged our land. I'm like, nope, you're on your own. Don't worry about it. But, you know, one kid, I'm all about that. You can find, find the one kid. Um, so it's, it's still to be seen how a lot of this kind of plays out. And I like that it's got that kind of consequence to it. So you make a good investment and that then pays you back at some point. Uh, you make a bad investment and that might impact you later on. Like I, I like that there is consequence to what you are doing. I just want something else there needs to be kind of a third element to this game you've got the resource management element you've got kind of chatting to characters and the narrative to drive you through but it's just kind of missing something else to keep me there and the narrative doesn't move quickly enough to do that Mm -hmm. the resource management stuff is very samey kind of all the way through um, and takes a long time to have those consequences to it. So it just needs that one extra thing to keep me ticking every week and go, right, I will I will do this. You know, I've only played one session of it, um, yeah. maybe for about an hour and a half, roughly. Oh, okay. um, and kind of, I'm, you know, I'm not kind of itching to go back to it and, and pick mm. it back up to think, well, I'm going to get another hour and a half and then see... The consequences of my actions um it's it, it definitely doesn't quite have me hooked in that regard um yeah. so yeah I, I i don't know i don't know whether i'll go back to it maybe i'll move on to um call of the sea instead because i was really interested in that and and, and come back to it later but oh, i'm not quite there with it yet so that's how i feel about animal farm mm. yeah Needs more interspecies relationships. That's what yes, your grace needs. That's what needs it is. To That's mate a pig and a horse. <laughs> the, the, so far, the species have been pigeon, human, <laughs> snail, and cat. Huh. There's definitely something that can happen there, but I don't know. When what you yet. say have to fall boyfriend, 
<laughs> well, something can happen. Might not might not lead to birth in any way. But... <laughs> what do we know about genetics? Let's not move much. on. Um, yeah. So, I mean, as I said, Yes, Your Grace was on my wish list for a long time. So I'm very glad that it's come to Game yep. Pass. Perfect. If it is a game that I kind of brush off after an hour and a half and don't kind of go back to. You know, we, we mentioned last week while you weren't on, Lucy, uh, we mentioned how good Game Pass is as, as value. It's something we kind of almost say every week, really, mm-hmm. uh, these days. Um, even even PC Game Pass just keeps you know churning out those yeah. games. And I think there was something like five or six games that uh, released within the first week of December, which I'm like, I, I want to play these yeah, games. Most of them, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it just keeps on rolling. Um, mm. Yeah, I can't, can't say too many good things about Game Pass. Um, I, I woke up this morning and I... Uh, I was like, let me move some things onto the external hard drive so I can download Skyrim. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because it's like I haven't played that game since 2011, but and I've I've always been like looking at like, oh, we've got the remastered version, now the remastered remastered version. I'm like, I'm not paying to play Skyrim again. And <laughs> now it's available, and it's like, you know what? I just go back to Skyrim, which on. I, bet I hate that game now. On paper, it's everything I hate, and yet I enjoyed playing it in 2011. Yeah, for the that's fair. Two that's weeks fair. that I rented it and had a hot and heavy two weeks with it. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. The most action you had for months, <laughs> I, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's I I I don't really play open world games anyway, but especially not mm. from. I know you can play it in third person, but I played it in first person yeah. as well. Mm. And it's an RPG, and it's high fantasy. Don't like any of those things, and yet I was uh, shouting at <laughs> dragons and doing all stupid, you know, slaughtering bears. It was a good time. That game. There's Infiltrating something special the about that game. Assassins Guild. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna find it on a second time. Right, Who knows, but mate? It's Who knows? Right. There's something about that game. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you've mentioned Skyrim because we can very easily move from one buggy mess into <laughs> another. Um, <laughs> Adam, what did you want to talk about this week? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, well, the thing is, I played two critic, well, two very big games this week, as far as 2020 yes. is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about the one I played this afternoon on First Looks. Uh, I was given a Christmas birthday present of a PC copy of... Uh, uh, I'm not sure you've heard of it, but it's Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> I've heard of Cyberpunk. That's the one in right. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. I'm pretty sure I peaked the microphone. I'm sure Adam that. loves it. Oops. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I played uh, uh, Cyberpunk. It came out last Friday. Everyone knows. There's all kinds of things we could talk about with respect to crunch and politics and baits and switch and journalism and advertising and pushing games out before they're done. And I'd rather but none just of talk that about... is more interesting than your your opinion. Someone I trust, someone I know. Um, all I want to hear is your opinion. Yeah, on this. Like... I, I, I we'll talk about one of those. Th- couple of those things just because it came up, but 
Um, so this, it, it's, it's a game that there's a lot of controversy about because boy, did they not let reviewers look at current gen consoles, mm. Um, mm. and not give any video evidence, etc. Blah blah blah. Um, it apparently is very, extremely buggy and ugly on current gen. Uh, but they did, I think it's important, why I'm saying this is because the only thing they did let you reviewers have access to is the PC version. Yeah. Which is what I have. So, this is the version that they thought they could get away with things, or whatever you want. Please don't at me. I'm just, this is the version that they wanted journalists to see. Yep. Uh, well, they, well, they said when, I'm sure when it was last delayed, they even said, like, it's ready on PC, it's not ready on consoles. It's the consoles, consoles, yes. So. Yeah, 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 you're right. I actually forgot that. You're right. Yeah, they definitely did say that. Um, yeah. So, mm. so, <laughs> yeah. so I, I went in and like I, this is a game that if I, I had mentioned like a while back that this is a game I was looking forward to, and so it was like, hey, you did you get that game? No. Well, Merry Christmas, belated birthday. And I was like, yeah, nice. sure. Mm-hmm. Kind of might have tried to dissuade them if it wasn't for this conversation to be honest because i'm like <laughs> i wouldn't pay the money for this right now just knowing the things but anyway um ben was in the back seat for a first look so he can also comment on at least not the playing part although he i'm sure noticed how i was playing uh started up first thing you see is a dong no it, oh, okay. You see a, a note saying, hey, can we, do you <laughs> assent to our us collecting analytics mm. on your PC and your experience? Oh, not like, okay. like, so actually first thing you see is like this, the, basically the trailer. Then it, before you could yes. even start a game or anything, it's like, hey, what do you want to, do you want to let us get information on you? I said, That's no. Not, hmm? Yeah. That, I, hmm. Yeah, I don't. Us- you don't usually see that, do you? Mm. No, no I, you and I'm wondering if it's one game. of the. So there was a patch right before. Like I, the stream was actually delayed because there was an update, and I'm wondering if they're desperately trying to figure out how bad their QA fucked up. They fucked up QA. I don't want to blame the QA department. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, that's sure. not what I was trying mm-hmm. to say. Um, they were rushed, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it was added. But guess what happened when I said no. It just reverted to yes, or it greyed out that box or something. Keep trying. <laughs> Crashed? Yep, full on crash. <laughs> oh no. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was perfect as well. So we were like, oh wow, oh wow, they're asking you for this information. No, absolutely click no, we don't want to. And just like, that's gone. Yep. And then there's no, this moment of, now. are you saying I can't play this game if I don't give you this information? And then the crash reporter showed up, and it was like, again, perfect, because it's like, hey, this unexpectedly crashed. Do you want to send data about this crash? I'm like, I, no! <laughs> I literally just told you I don't want to send you data, and your response is, crash, send me data. That's... Because... I know, like, um, say, if you went into, like, Game Pass, and you, you went on a setting within Microsoft's, you know system and you said mm. yes collect analytics for, for 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 my gameplay yeah on a system level but ga- individual games don't usually tend to do i can't remember mm. when i've actually loaded up a game and seen can we take analytics i've never seen that um what are you at all what 
service are you playing through? Oh, good old games or Steam? No, no, I, I was like, look, there's no point in giving two corporations with bad history money. <laughs> uh, I got it on GOG. Yep, got that goggiest GOG version there is. That is so okay. anti-GOG though, like. Right. Yeah. Like, and, 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 and this wasn't DRM this wasn't the platform. Central. Yeah, this wasn't the platform. I, this is why I suspect the that they, yeah. they, they, some executive was like, "We need more information on these systems. Can we just like glean as much as we can?" And they didn't think through how it's a weird question, especially yeah, at the beginning of uh, like straight like, up. Yeah, you like so yes, strange. but not. Can we take analytics? Yeah. yeah. Um. I, so so it crashed. Um. Realized that I just needed to restart. Skipped through the trailer essentially hit new game what do you think happened crushed <laughs> yep mm. i mean Wait, didn't, where do we get you, to you, the dongs that's all it's where you, you went into the you went into the options as well and changed it to a different resolution oh fuck yeah and then it crashed as well i forgot about that yeah yeah that's really bad yeah, well, yeah. even it's on really their bad. own platform like if it's stadia or Steam or Epic yeah. or whatever, it's like... I actually wouldn't okay, be surprised not if your Stadia client, is but more stable. I think people have said that that's probably the best way. I mean, it makes sense it. because cause Stadia is running on the same... It's just streaming to your PC, which yeah. means the actual hardware doing it on Stadia mm-hmm. is the same. It's, it gets you... It, mm. The one thing about Stadia is it, it gets the wins of universal hardware experience that the consoles do in a PC space, right? Yeah. So as yeah. long as they opt- as long as they made sure it was reasonably stable on the Google server that's run that's running a spawn of the game, it should be fine for everyone, right? Or like, sure. if there's a consistent problem, they solve it over there and solve it for everyone. Versus like, I have uh, this processor and this RAM and yes. this yeah, yeah, yeah. graphics card. You know the usual PC garbage. Um, yeah. ha- having said that, so we had a couple crashes and then it was stable asterisks mm. we'll talk about the asterisks later um uh and then uh yeah so then we got to the character creator um i actually missed a whole bunch i went back in after our stream somehow i missed most of the face options outside of makeup mm. some i think what happened was it scrolled down and i missed like eyes lips jawline uh, eyes jawline something else and only saw like lips and after the skin stuff but that's fine i you can spend hours on these things but don't really matter um one thing that was really surprising was your character starts completely naked and when you click the nails button they go like this and then it pans out and i i picked a a a, a woman um in that i was female uh, you know vagina female build female pronouns isn't there only like one vagina type though Yes, there's one vagina oh, and there was multiple two pubic vaginas. Hairs. No, there's one there's vagina, two, two penises. Oh, there's one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, at least yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. two penises. If there's more than two penises, no, no, no. no there's, three oh, pen- no there's, three. there's three. Oh, there's three penises. Well, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Small. Yeah, and, and big. Yeah, and then there's two. Not, uh, oh, so it gets worse because there's also cut and uncut versions of of penis. There's penis one and penis two, which is circumcised. That's probably the most representation they've got in the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So you, they, you do they, the combinatorics. There. There's way more yeah. penis options than 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, <laughs> so everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when I looked at The Witcher, I was like, how come there's no black people in The Witcher? And then yeah. I thought from the flip side, I was like, you know what? Maybe it's good that there's no black people in The Witcher because I don't trust the studio yeah. to portray anybody in a good light. And you know what? Glad Witcher has yeah. no black people. Yeah. So. I mean, so so it's like a better so, game for yeah. It. <laughs> so it was um, it was like just tits in my face suddenly. Okay. When I click the nails option, um, and then there's like you can choose multiple types of nipples, which are essentially smaller, larger. I think there's I three. Mean, yep. You know, what? Um, smaller, I, larger, or none. but also none. Yeah, that was it. So I get my- customization, but like, what is the point? Is this yeah. just to be edgy? Because I think it's, it's just like to you be can't edgy. even change the voice, like depending yeah. on your sexual, you know. Not sexuality, but your gender, and it's like, why? No, you can. You can change your. No, but I thought it's like. There was one thing where it's like, you can only have, you know, your gender is assigned to that, a more female-sounding voice. Yeah. Or sorry. If you're, yeah. If you're sorry. Man, that's what I'm trying to. Male, so what I was trying to say is. Your you pronouns are associated mm-hmm. with. Basically, how deep or not deep your voice is. You can't have a deep voice. Yeah, it shows so how it shows like, how much they didn't think about what the combinatorics and representation means. Yeah, They're which like is really stupid because, like, size, if you just like made a computer voice. generate it, yeah. it would get the options people want. Mm. Right? You just you just say like variable he she they variable deep not deep voice. Yeah. Right, it's but it's bizarre. Like, uh, it just, it. I mean, good that they've got a, you know, variable customization, you know, in your character. But it everything just seems skin deep. I mean, not skin Wait. deep, like, well, yeah, like surface level. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. that's. Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. And they didn't didn't actually do it for the the right reasons. Yeah, they did. Oh, like, look, there's dongs in this game. You can have massive. Yep. Schlong, and that's to be it. honest, the big dong was smaller than I thought it would be. <laughs> we we were expecting a big dong. Well, I, I say that like not not super tongue in cheek, but just because like one of the problematic advertisements was like a female presenting person mm. with like a giant cock in their leotard. Right. Um, yeah. And and I mean that's one of the reasons why trans people are like you are objectifying not celebrating Mm -hmm. yes um but yeah so i was just surprised like you can't that bad advertisement model in the world can get that cock you can't which is fine i'm not saying make more cocks if you are listening i don't need a bigger cock well that's a weird sound bite for the internet to have (laughs) (laughs) anyway so so I mean, I, I knew we would get into the weeds on this, um, but I, I did want to talk a bit about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I didn't... I mean, it is an RPG, and so my mm-hmm. I played an hour and a half on stream, roughly. I mean, it's hard to tell because there was all the crashing. It's probably just closer to an hour. Uh, and it was an RPG. So, so like, mm-hmm. you, you pick your person. You can have no nipples. You can have a variety of pubic hair. You can have no genitalia or the variety of penises and the one vagina. Um, which also just, it's like, how? What, none of your staff knows that 
None of them, none of the male staff have, you know, had more than one partner slash not seen. I mean, what are they doing now that Pornhub has taken so many videos off of their website? uh, The sort of uh, people who are defending this game to the to the death have probably seen zero vagina. So yeah. (laughs) Um. Anyway, sorry, I derailed my uh, attempt (laughs) to not leave us derailed. Um, so, so, so you you go through the character creation. It's actually quite robust. I like went through. Uh, I applied to a job today. Applied to the job. Booted up at, uh, Cyberpunk. Went through the character creation. And I was like, uh, just to see, because I knew I missed some options. And I was like, oh, this is more robust than I thought. Um, and then you pick one of three factions, basically starting points. So, are you like a corporate assassiny type? Well, corporate fixer-ish type Mm. Um, street kid which feels very hackers vibe or outlands Mm. which feels kind of Mad Maxi I went with the first one Uh, it feels more cyberpunk that well the 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 outlands one feels dystopian but not cyberpunk for whatever reason I just don't get pulled by that and I was like I'm gonna try that one first I think I will probably try the street kid one as well because that's like it's like the so one it's like it's like the two cla- to me. It's like the two classes in these types of um, genre, right? It's like there's haves and have-nots. That's the whole point. And so it's like start the game as a have, yeah. And then obviously you're like, I probably won't stay as a have because that's how narratives work. Which is why I wanted to try that one. And so we did start in a very glassy building, and we clearly had money and worked for some powerful exec. And then, spoiler for the first forty minutes of that storyline, you lose all your stuff. And you become kind of a grunt on the streets, which <gasps> kind of makes me think that the paths will like converge pretty easily. Yeah, because like if it's you start in the ivory tower and then in, in the, the like linear plot before you even really get to play the game is now you're just on the streets, and one of the options is you're on the streets and you start there, and the other option is you're not on the streets, but I bet that you'll have to go into the city. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that, like, on reflection kind of bummed me out, but um, I thought the plot was Mm well-written-ish. There were moments where it wasn't. I can't remember them all. I'll have to revisit the VOD. I remember I was quite annoyed at a couple spots. It's it's interesting because I think the thing I took away from the, the, the play was much more of like the background detail right like the, the the conversations that npcs were having that you could overhear the situations that they were kind of in you know in that in that starting sense you're in this big tower block which is offices and uh, you know you go and see your executive who's in this massive massive office with a big window which doubles as a screen as we kind of discussed on the stream um, and then you come out of there and you walk through not quite not it's not quite um, like call center style cells right it's not quite that close like super close call center style cell where you're sat you know in really close proximity to someone but you still have people and have have NPCs that are kind of 
in this glass box with screens in front of them doing whatever their kind of job is. So yeah. it, it, it kind of instantly tries to give a critique of society, right? So irrelevant of the um, the character creation stuff, it instantly wants to give a critique of society. Yeah. And be like, here is this corporate guy who's really kind of powerful it's your boss he has this huge office he's got all of his stuff you know he's got a t- he's got a window which turns and can double up as a tv screen to see stuff and then you go into just where people are working and it's this very small glass box so they yeah. can be looked at presumably uh with lots of different screens not one screen that they have different yeah things they just have regular they monitors up. they have lots of regular monitors and lots of different regular monitors so you know, this game kind of it wants to critique society, and you know, from what we've seen so far, from what I've I've watched you play so far, it's it's again like the um, like the gender stuff with the character creation. It's pretty surface level so far. Yeah, and we did discuss kind of on the stream, you know, the idea that so far every female representation was was super slim and so, the so, idea that you can have cybernetics and uh you know you could just have arms which can crush a fucking car um because it's it's a cyberpunk thing and you can be as slim as you want yet right, some of but, the male characters were presenting as being you know slightly bigger and things like that and yeah i mean uh, to go off that i, I think it's Plastic surgery and cybernetics can only do so much. Like, uh, what uh-huh. I what what bothers me is there isn't like a universal build, and then some people are just wider or something like that, right? right. Like, what I re- what when when you pointed that out, and then ironically in the stream we bumped into some fat guy in the club, and he was clearly just yes. a different character model, but he was the outlier if you look at everyone we bumped into no matter what their class because it was like when right it like it was a transition point where we went from our slate corporate world to the like dive bar and so like there's mm. an, there's a story you can t- say about hey it's a shitty like shallow corporate world that like if you are not the right body type even if you come from a rich environment you're not going to make it like that could be there except then you go to the the dive bar and except for this one fat dude everyone everyone has this default like character builds and then that's when we you mentioned that and then we saw the fat guy and we laughed because we're like of course you say they don't have this and then there's this big guy um but on the flip side it made me realize that um you have two body types in this game male slim or female slim and then further down you can have small breasts default breasts or big breasts as a woman Mm -hmm. there's not even like hip sliders or height sliders like i'm thinking about to be honest like when when you watch like monster factory shout out to the mcelroys and that (laughs) hilarious series right these like bullshit games have so much variety on character size and shape because it doesn't take a lot of effort and it's clearly something people want to do for example Mm. like you mentioned at the start of the stream when we're like wait we hit character creation and i was like and you're like you need to make someone that's as close to you as possible and i was like "Ah, actually i want to make something cooler because i'm in a cool world (laughs) 
<laughs> but also, I think if I make a nomad character, I'm gonna make me because I yeah. Look what I am right now in this 2020 visage, like <laughs> down to the nails, is like cyberpunk nomad guy, right? Uh, sidebar: um, on two different zooms, and when one of my housemates came back to the house last week because she was mm-hmm. away, um. All three of those occasions, I was described as having cult leader vibes. <laughs> uh, for those Brilliant. of you listening, hop you on to YouTube to that. see what Sorry. I look like now in this moment in 2020. And I can't say that they're wrong. No, no you, need, you need a top knot first. I think, yes. I think that's more cult Is that leader. cult leader, though? I th- yes, because... I guess yes, 2020 yes. cult leader, yeah, yeah. 2020 yeah. cult leader. Yeah. You're like 2015 cult leader. Yeah, I'm like old school <laughs> cult leader. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a robe. You can see me in the streets. You do look like Jesus, so... <laughs> um, anyway, so... So that really struck me. Like, the fact that they... One of the selling points was all the things you can do, but the one thing you mm. couldn't do is not have a standard... Quote, which is not standard, right? Like, a body type that games do. Yeah. And that's shitty. Because it's simple. And, like, there's things I like about this game. So, like, one of the things that's really good writing and narrative-wise is you spend all this time making your character, but it's a first-person game. First scene I'm in, mm. I'm in the bathroom, leaning over a sink, looking into a mirror. So the first time I'm playing the character, I'm seeing what the character looks like. That is an elegant directorial touch that mm-hmm. should be lauded. It's very, very smart. Yeah. Um, there were moments that weren't quite as good. Like, it took a while to figure out that, like, the conversation trees, um, there's, like, a blue option or a orange option. Well, there's, like, mm. a couple... They give you some choices, and, like, one of them you have to do. So it's not, like, a choice between... Do I want to be snarky, or do I want to just get the job done, or whatever? I pick the snarky option, I get a couple of lines of dialogue, and then it's like, okay, now do the other thing. And, like, that's a thing that games did ten years ago. I expect, if you're going to give me choice, that I'm losing something from a choice. Yes. Yeah. Mm. But if it's... And, 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 you know, there might be points in the background being like, well, they were snarky to this person. I don't know. But, like... At the beginning of the game, to make it me feel like it's window dressing, so, so, so like, which option do you want? This one, cool. Now do the other one. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Well, then why did I bother? Yeah. And then Ben pointed out they were color coded, mm. and I was like, I don't like the voice acting is good. I like the dialogue ish, like, but I don't like if you're gonna tell me that it doesn't really matter and. Even if I'm wrong in reading you that way, it's still that means you've also failed somewhere else, right? Yeah, like it's it was it was the idea of like here's some exposition if you want it, it and it's kind of like well, either I'm in the mood for it or I'm not, and that's kind of fair in it presenting in a certain way, but like but that's what you want from a ex- Call of Duty game, not from a RPG first exactly yes game. yes 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 exactly yeah. exactly yeah I mean. One of the things that I did not lo- like about The Witcher is that it didn't feel like a good RPG to me. Um, I think The Witcher is a tremendous narrative game. 
Oh, um, it's a fantastic open world narrative game. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, yes. So I'm wondering if they have... Um, Taking the wrong lessons? Obviously, uh, obviously, Adil, you have not got that far. It's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a long game. and uh, So I'm just wondering if they've done more on that RPG side and it's a better RPG than like Witcher or if um, and if they still maintain that kind of really good storytelling where, where every side quest is worth your while even even if the gameplay isn't I thought you know the gameplay in The Witcher was a bit rote it was always um, okay oh. let me put on my Witcher vision you know have a look at these tracks go find this monster and kill it but there mm-hmm. was always a good narrative behind that, so I'm just wondering if the yes. side quest yeah, yeah. in this game is is on that is on par with that, and if they've ratcheted up that that, that kind of good feeling RPG uh, ness. Mm. Have you got a sense of that yet, or is it or too early to tell? I think it's a little too early to tell. Uh, mm. I I mean I have high hopes for the narrative. There there were. I wish I remembered them, but there were moments where I I was very disappointed in the writing. Like we joked about how hack some like things are, but it's mm-hmm. the beginning of the game, and like immersion isn't just tight writing. I think it was mm-hmm. just because because like there's no comp- there was no real gameplay. Like I was walking around, and then yeah. I, basically my experience with it ended with the combat tutorial, which wasn't. There were a couple of moments where it just wasn't clear what they wanted. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I like was failing the tutorial a couple times just because I'm just sometimes bad at video games. Mm-hmm. Full, full, fully acknowledge that. Where Ben's like, I think you just need to do this. I'm like, you're right. I just wasn't thinking that, whatever. But, like, it's, there was a moment where it's like, creep up, like, creep up to this guy. Cool. I figured out what I was doing wrong with creeping up. Creeped up to this guy kept failing and it turns out what they're, they're like get rid of them in one move was the prompt but but yes. you go you creep up to the the dude and you either hit fatal strike or non-fatal strike and they're in front of a dumpster but the previous tutorial moment was kill the guy pick up his body throw it in the dumpster so then i go up here i try and kill the guy and then pick him up and put him in the dumpster and i fail I took mm-hmm. two times before I'm like, I'll just try the non-lethal one. And it turns out if you creep up to a guy in front of a dumpster, the non-lethal kill is smacking him and immediately putting him in the dumpster. And that's what they wanted me to do. But there's no mm-hmm. way I could have intuited that lethal would put him on the ground and non-lethal would put him immediately in the dumpster. And yeah. it just speaks to, like, this This is where I feel like there's you're going to notice these rushed cut corners things. Because it's, it's just bad telegraphing and bad prompting for a very simple thing that shouldn't take that much time but yeah. if enough of the game is like that people are going to stop playing yeah yeah because what i've heard from the game is like there's bugs and everything but those can be patched but i think there's like design issues and flaws yes. to the game yeah. um it, it's 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 sad like I think CD Projekt forgot which industry they're in. Um, I, think they I, I don't think they did. It, I think I think they did because I don't think they realise that all the goodwill that they they've had, rightly so, up to this point, can just be gone like that. Oh like, yeah, I see what you're gamers saying. are fickle. 
they're like yeah. football fans. You can score like a, a thousand goals for a football team. Say the one Mr. bad Mike thing, kick. it's like yeah. get rid of them. You know, so it's like, and they hate you for it. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, like it, it's. It, it just didn't need to be rushed, though. Well, that's that's I mean, the thing. So, I don't so think the, from a monetary this, point of view, from an oh, from no, executive no. point of view, I don't but think it had to be, did it? It definitely had to be because of one Stocks, simple fact. Shares. Last year, they got they put, they put stopped being a private company and put themselves as a publicly listed yes, company. Yes, they did, yes. And in Poland, and because of that, they have to appease shareholders... Yeah, but everybody does, and people still no. delay games, right? So. Well, yeah, but that's why they delayed it April to November, not. They could so, have is, so, so the delayed problem it is to to April to April, though. It's still the same. No, no, it's year, not because surely. it's a different. It's a different financial year. Like as in, like March, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, they could. Have oh yeah, de- yeah, but yeah, it you have to remember March. that. So, so this is why stock market. <laughs> Cues are bad. That's, right? because, that's like when it's Andromeda about, came it's about, out. It's know? about Q3 reports as well as year-end reports, right? And so if in Q2 you were supposed to make a lot of money and then you delay it to make... So the problem is investors are human and people, we, people pretend they're not. But when a human hears, we're delaying this until just before year-end, they hear these profits aren't coming in year-end, which is why we have to delay it to Q3 not not Q4. And then that delay is entirely based on knowing the psychology of the market, not based on what you can do. And then you have to crunch people to try and get that out. And that's exactly what happened. It's just, this yeah. is their first year of being a listed company and having their executives care too, way too much about what the market says. Mm-hmm. Like they lost a third of their, so they lost a third of their value um, this week all based on the refunds that we're going on. But that's what I'm saying. There's more. There's, you. But 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 the thing is, the, 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 I don't, like you'd have to take a look at that, and you'd have to say, look, this but, can do more long-term damage than it can do. Oh no, no. You know, so, immediate financial gain. That, that right, no. But there's there's two things going on here. One mm. is that would mean that they. So if they thought they could crunch people to get a stable product, four months ago when they had to make that decision, then the right move at that point which is like you can't take it back is crunch people which is what they did so so one point is you just like the instability today wasn't what they wanted it's just what they got but the other part is and i think all the so this is one of my disappointment in like a lot of the games media talk the ones that are talking about the loss of value um is their current market valuation as well sorry as of yesterday i haven't checked today is at the March 2020 valuation, mm-hmm. they're still above their year-to-date stock value. So even yeah. though they've fucked up, their, their stock was so highly like in, increased all year long because of the hype that yeah. they get, that even when they fuck up entirely, they, they just screwed up the release, money, yeah. they've rolled back six months of value, but they haven't lost value year-to-date. That's so, fair. if I was the executive, even though gamers are mad at me, if I can patch it in two months, they might forget. But yeah. my my like the company is in bad situation, but not really. Like people are talking mm. about how they were punished because the stock fell, but they forget that the I, stock. I know they're in no trouble. More. Like this game will sell gangbusters, yeah. like every other buggy game does. I'm yep. just 
uh, I I would just me personally. Okay, I don't earn like 500k a year, and that's why I'm not an exec. Yeah, it's that way round, not the other way around. But um, it I would still think that I would I'm in it for the long run. Like if this is the first year of being public publicly traded, I'd be like, let's take our losses now. You no, know? but yeah. you can't. You can't this, though, because this, if you're publicly traded, you can't take losses. This is the problem. Yeah, the but market, it wouldn't be you can, you can, you can, loss, you can coast. Surely. You can coast, though, can't you? You can kind of yeah. like you can, you can, you can build that the, good report. You the can company have those wouldn't IPs. have gone you can under. Build your stock portfolio and increase your stock market value. No, you can't. And though, then you can kind that... of cope. But you can because you can coast. No, I'd be like, this is the biggest company losses, in Europe. This is the biggest company in Europe. You telling yeah. me they couldn't delay their game three more months? Yes. Let's say three more months. Get rid of so, the so surface a, level. So plus. again, in, in in the other mm. in the other way, yes, I I don't think they could have delayed their game into the next financial year. Like, not I think financial year. Coast... Three months. We, we'd still be in March. Unless Poland's on a different the, kind of no, 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 planet. No, no, no. I, I don't know, actually. So, so I, it depends the, how they do no their financial years. Is. Yeah, yeah. Year, financial year end, March 31st. Yeah. So, but, so you're so telling the, me they the, But I have to say this, though, They're right? putting out that patch in February. Yeah. Delay it till February. Yeah, no, the, but the problem <laughs> yeah. is that, like, like, it's not just about year end. It's about the quarters. But also, mm-hmm. fundamentally, when you, when you list your company, the people at the top are no longer accountable to just themselves they Mm. have to answer to investors and i don't know what the distribution of investors are but if there's a couple of people who have a large chunk of the stock that was listed they have they could put a lot of pressure on the executives and this this is why publicly listing your 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 company isn't just like a cool now we're big and we get lots of extra money it's now yeah, you're, you're fucked because you can't yeah. do the thing that you got good at by doing it, right? Mm. It's like this. It's this meta capitalist version of, prom- like, you, if you're the term like if someone's promoted to the level of stupidity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, kind of the same thing with game, like w- with with companies. It's like you, why people want to invest in you is because you know how to do your thing on your own terms, but then the whole structure yeah. is like cool now. We'll give you money such that you can't do the thing you're good at because you no, are now no, yes, like held hostage yes. by us people who don't know the thing you're good at, which is why we want to pay you money to do the thing you're good at, but we yeah, won't let yeah. you do the thing you're good at. I, I like, this get is exactly why, what you're saying. This, there's yeah. someone on that board of directors who's like, who's never played a video game before. He's, he, he played Pong in the 70s, and he's like, can you put out this uh, Caberpunks game? And give me all the money. So I, I understand yeah. what you're saying. I'm just saying it, it, it just speaks to bad management at the Correct. top of that company. Correct. It's like not pushing back to those people, to those external shareholders, and saying, "Look, this is going to be a mess. This is going to be yeah. fair so, enough. So, this will all blow I mean, over. I think it will be patched. Big... People will mm-hmm. be worked to death. It will be yeah. patched. Everyone will forget about it. But I'm saying for for an industry as volatile as this one. Why would you undo all that goodwill for the sake of a few months, a few, uh, a bit less money? Because because the finances pushed the goodwill for the customer away to be the goodwill Mm -hmm. for the investor. Like that's what it is. Yeah, and and they still fucked it up. Like the problem is that's the calculation they did was because they a year and a half ago or whenever they did they made a decision to stop 
making their product for the customer and start making their mm-hmm. product for the investor. Yeah. Yes. It, yeah, it's it's just. I hope they can recover because they're a good enough studio where yeah, this shouldn't be a thing and they shouldn't be. It, it's just that goodwill can be undone so quickly because really they've only had one big hit. That was a game it, 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 that yep. people enjoyed, like yeah. Witcher One, Witcher Two, like you know, people had a yeah, lot very of things. Small. I think most of yeah. the people who played very them is because audience. they're like Witcher Three, but then they mm. yes. didn't. Like it's not like suddenly people like. Did you know Witcher one and two were amazing? Like no, there were no like articles about the like. Oh, we didn't realize the like mm-hmm. hidden gems. It yeah. was like P- people who like those games like those games. They're a very niche yeah. audience. Very yeah. But it, it 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 doesn't seem like they're they're. I mean, they're the biggest company in Europe at this point. So I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, Ubisoft can <laughs> be full of rapists and they're still the second biggest. That's so, you true. Know, yes. Like, yeah. Mm, I. I it just seems like a big mess and a Agreed. perfect way to cap off 2020. <laughs> oh, yeah. And a good way to cap off this episode. Yeah. Uh, to, I'm going to keep playing it, is what I will say. Yeah, okay. Um, Are you not going to wait till like, a patch? or No, so so the, the one thing I wanted to end the conversation with which was um, the actual gameplay on the PC... Um, was not really that buggy. But again, I didn't get to... like mm. So a lot of the complaints are about like cars clipping mm-hmm. and people jumping around, a bad AI. I didn't play enough to, to see that. Um, I had... I, I mentioned the asterisk before, and that mm-hmm. was I got off stream and I hit quit to main menu. Guess what happened? Crashed. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's still pretty buggy, but also I think if I... Spoiler alert, uh, the other game I played was Hades. Fucking loving that. I'm either going to play an a, a <laughs> ass ton of Hades, or I'm going to yeah. put a, a few more hours into Cyberpunk and, and, and jump. Because uh, I have the game, and I I feel like if I wait, I might just never come back. I th- I think it would be... Because it, it's definitely going to be one of those games that has a um, Kotaku article. It's like, Cyberpunk 27 is good now. Yeah. You know, where it's yes. like... They they they've they've um, addressed some of the Finally design the issues that you yeah. said, Adele, and like. Um, so I think what what will happen is it'll I'll have play its second one. Win, surely. So like one thing that I was really excited about was the different starting points. One thing I'm worried mm-hmm. about is that they might not matter by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I figure that I'll play a little more on this, and it, and and when that inevitable article comes out, I'll probably start a run on one of the other two types. Yeah. yeah, so that's sort I of. I mean, it's not going anywhere, and uh, and I think it's good that you go for like Christmas because it's like, as you say, you probably wouldn't buy it yourself, but it'll always yeah. be in your library, I, and it's like when this it, game is eventually fixed, it's like oh, exactly, yeah, mm. yeah, good. There seems like some all right things beneath all the layers of crap. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you dig deep. More enough, to be you're discovered. Find a diamond, aren't More you? to be yeah. discovered, I think. Uh, let's talk about the beers that we have drank this week, and we'll finish the episode out on that. Lucy, we'll come to you first. Mm. Uh, you had the Burning Soul. You had the Whiplash. Did you have a preference? It's tough. It's um, I want to go local, but mm. and I really like that uh, that beer that that Tonka Bean Milk Stout. You sexy thing. Even got a mm. good name. I really want to give it to that, but 
god damn that whiplash is is really good <laughs> so i'm gonna have to mm. give it to the whiplash um nice the haunt yeah it's it, it's just emblematic of what they do so well they just do those big hoppy bold fruity just very smooth tasting beers and easy drinking beers um yeah i couldn't tell it was 8.2 percent and i have you know nursed it since and it's just it's, it's so good like I, I, I just want to like just jump in a vat of it and just <laughs> chill there for a few days it's really nice. good yeah so good. the haunt from good. whiplash perfect perfect mm-hmm. um for me it's it's kind of easily the left-handed giant um, the the flavours of the smash and grab and the I think it's lit by the supermoon yeah lit by the supermoon IPA from Left Handed Giant and the smash and grab for vocation the flavours were very similar you know a bit of grapefruit you know tropical fruits but the smash and grab kind of presented itself with its alcohol like instantly it's like here's the booze here's a bit of the flavour going on here's a bitter finish yeah. whereas the Left Handed Giant sort of said here's an IPA here's a nice light tropical IPA now here is all of the booze that is going on with this beer as well and it flowed very nicely between those sort of two things and whilst I appreciate from the smash and grab that it it kind of just says it's a bigger beer here's some stuff Um, the left handed giant was just a nice surprise it was nice to kind Mm. of think that this was a little bit lower and then think, oh no, actually, they 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 are going to show me the alcohol. They're not they're a not trying to hide it, and b can't hide it. Mm. They they mm. can hide it until they want you to know that it's there, um, which just screams excellence in terms of brewing, really. Which left-handed giant are becoming more and more and more. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the the left-handed giant lit by the supermoon is my pick this week. Adol. Um, between you, the more and the uh, the other local, but collab, yep. Arbor and Left Handed Giant. Uh, I think it is. It has to be the Left Handed Giant Arbor um, collab. Mm. Damn you, autocorrect! Not only because what a great name. Uh, I said that multiple times today while working on a job application. Um, <laughs> the Trifle IPA. I actually wasn't expecting that much out of this. Um, and I really liked it. Like, I thought it'd be kind of like, like I said, more like these milkshake IPA bombs that we had a couple of years back. Yeah. And it wasn't that. This is like, it, it is like how to pack berries into a uh, triple IPA. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, if you want a triple IPA without berries. So, so basically, the only complaint I would have is the finish isn't super hop forward. It's just a good balance between hops and sort of berry fruitiness which is why I think it's great um, if you wanted a triple IPA like if you just didn't understand that this trifle IPA wasn't going to be a triple you might have a complaint because like the finish is nice it's a little bitter it's a good balance but it's not like it's not doing super IPA things Yeah, but that's fine because it wasn't pretending to be what it's doing is being a triple IPA that's doing that hoppy thing, but doing a very interesting thing with multiple berries that makes it feel desserty without being sickly sweet or too much on the dessert 
beer and that you lose the point of it being a beer or an I, let alone an IPA. This is mm. a this is such a good balance of. I thought this would be one of those like, yeah, you have one, but like, if I ended the night with this and then the friends I was with, like, I know this doesn't make any sense in the current world because you have no choice. But like, my friends were like, and you want to stay for another pint? Yeah. I'd get another one of these. Like, if I if I started okay, this, yeah, yeah, I yeah. would have another. But I probably wouldn't stagger home. But if I knew I so basically, like if I knew it, I had two pints in me. I wouldn't take two. I wouldn't buy one of these and have a second one of these because it's quite rich and desserty. But if I was like, ah, maybe I'll have another after starting this, I'd have another. If that makes sense. It's like that weird barrier. Yes. Yeah. 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 Fair. Good. Good. Uh, I mean, a good week for beers. They've all been good. Um, we, we, you know, no Solid. duds this week, which is fantastic. Adol, you managed to finish it by the end of the episode as well. It didn't sort of languish further. I mean, I basically had those last steps just to prove a point because the the thing I had said was <laughs> I'll either have it not done by the mm-hmm. end or done well before. I didn't have it done by the end, so I just figured I'd, I'd throw it back. What I could have nursed for another five minutes, but yeah. You were saying. Fair. Uh, good. They've been our beers. They've been the games that we have played this week. If you'd like to know a little bit more, uh, go to outoflives.net to read other articles and listen to other podcasts like Geek Out Weekly, where Adel and I uh, chat about, you know, one, one property, one film, mm-hmm. one show, kind of each week. Um, what did we talk about this week? I completely missed it. It was The New Mutants. Which the is Newtons. the last Fox X Men made film? Yes. Oh, it's a film. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I mean, okay. I think that we do comment it, on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It also shows just how bad the PR campaign for a movie that was done two and a half years ago. Oh yes, yeah, this was the one that never came out and then came yeah. out. Yep. Yep, when it exactly. really didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah. You know what? This we, is perfect. Just poop it out right now. <laughs> we, 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 chat about, we chat about the new mutants. You can catch that in uh, <laughs> on outoflives.net or on the Geek Out Weekly, W-E-A-K-L-Y uh, podcast. podcast yep. Or over on the Out of Lives Network uh, YouTube page. Do those things. Follow us at Tanked Upcast on the socials. I'm at Nova underscore 47. Lucy is... Juicy Loose Nine. Adel is at the Omniarch, and you can talk to us about whatever you want—the beers you've been drinking, the games you've been playing, whether there's any recommendations that you have for us. Next week will be our last show of the year. <gasps> there'll be cats. There'll be cats. beers. There'll oh. be cat scratches. Oh, <laughs> when did he get that little scratch post? Oh, he's always had that. He was he was he was at the door for a little while earlier. As yeah, well. yeah, like, and I, I almost I was kind of like I'm sure he, I think he can see, yeah. but I'm not sure whether so, to so say. The key is earlier today he was making a fuss and I didn't have time to play with him, so I gave him some catnip, which is on the scratch scratching post, which is why he's right. he's he, yeah, he, it's he worn off. Chill. So now's the point where he's yelling at me, but now he's noticed the scratch uh, the the catnip, <laughs> and now he's getting read high because. I don't know if it's about cats, but like they get oversaturated and it stops yes. working, which is great because if you put the catnip somewhere, well, they'll reintroduce. They'll get like a weaker because it's just weaker high later, and then they'll be happy. 
Right, buddy? This is great <laughs> for the audio <laughs> podcast, by the way. He's like, I want mum cheese. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? Um, also, good lord, sorry, I've been doing some cleaning and like emptying my closet and stuff, and I'm now looking at what I've shown you guys, which is like a bunch of boxes, some bottles on the floor, one of which was is overturned, a cat, goddamn like clothes chair. I, uh, yeah, you know what? It's 2020. This is my life. I think that's pretty neat. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think that's anyway. Cool. I won't, I won't, I won't yeah. show you my office floor. Yeah. There's a reason um, why the camera's over here and not like on. on the clothes. Let me just, uh, uh, bing. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. See, now exactly. it's better because now it just looks like stuff that you can't resolve. But you can't see Dorian, <laughs> so it's less good. Um, good. Good. So that's been us <laughs> this week. Go to Out of Lives on there. Like us, subscribe to us, review us, and rate us on your podcast service of choice if you feel the need to. Get Follow. in touch with us. Come to our Discord as well. Uh, have a chat with us. Let us know that the beers that you are drinking. We have a little beer channel in the in the Discord as well. So you can come to us if you just want to talk to us about beers, yeah. or if you want to delve into talking about video games as well. I'm we sure have next week will be fun. Chats for that. Hmm? I'm sure next week will be fun. Oh, next week's going to be like, yeah. If we're doing one thing live, we need to do, which we don't normally do, is like do a proper social media blast uh, on the run up to next week because it'll be yes. dumb. Yes, yes, Game it's going to be an extended episode. Mm-hmm. There'll be several beers. We're going to be talking about the uh, our favorite slash best games of 2020. Someone will uh, get punched. Someone will cry. Because I'll say your game is bad and my game is good. Probably, yep. we'll fight Lucy the, the bully—that's what we call her. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and usually for the last couple of years, we've been able to kind of get together, share beers as well. Uh, Whereas this time, we're you know stuck in our houses, offices, yeah. bedrooms just to the chat, and, get drunk, and we're going to have so. our own individual yeah. beers. So whilst we might still try to cover the same amount of beers that we do, we'll all be having a hell of a lot more of them. I'll be yes. So <laughs> join us next week for oh, Carnage. And, and depending on how the night goes, Enjoy. I might convince these two to play something stupid online as an after show. <laughs> uh, we'll it. see. We'll yeah. see how how we feel. Whether <laughs> yeah. we're just like my number one game, <laughs> my number one game of the year <laughs> is was the this the quiet beer. one. <laughs> Quiet Wait, man. Yeah. <laughs> what was that horror movie? Was there the a thing man. game? I don't remember. That one. So Cable tune punk. in next tune in next week for exactly that. But for this week, we've been tanked up. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Ciao. www.outoflives.net.